Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedia coming to you live from your Belinda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel to every corner of the earth. We have books and worship bands and pastors you may never have heard of, all of our previous content, some articles to read, and most importantly, we love to hear from you. We love to interact with our audience. So drop us a line, send us a comment, pray for us. We'll pray for you, whatever it may be. We love to hear from you. And if you care to partner with us, then you can click the donate now button. And that's by going right here. ResurrectMinistry.com. That one right there. Right there. Like, uh, like, share, subscribe. Yes. While you're watching, make sure and comment much like Cindy Hauser just did saying hi. Lisa Wood, hey. Kate Reed from Australia, and Kelly Elliott. Did we find out where Kelly's from? I feel bad. I don't know if I remember. I, I don't Kelly, think... will you tell us? Tell us where you're from, Kelly. Because the everybody's all over the planet. And so, as you're commenting, uh, make sure and um, and uh, what was I going to say? Oh, make sure and. <laughs> comment about the devotional let us know what you think about what it is that we're saying if you agree disagree uh we love to hear it all if you have any questions for us along the way and uh if you need any prayer make sure and put your prayer request also in the comment kelly is from florida wow cool your, we're in florida your governor did great wiping the, the floor with our governor thank god <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yesterday in the debate um also make sure while you're watching that you um go down and look in the description While for watching or after. oh mm. Mm. well if they're on a computer they can do it while they're watching yes. but then it's hard can't well, focus yeah it's hard to focus but at some point Whoa. make sure and go to our uh, description where you'll find these links one of them is to lifewise that's one of our great sponsors it's a christian um uh, run company and they have great supplements uh they have vitamins called the one they have dream that helps you sleep they have um restore which helps you with inflammation this is my saving grace i love restore it works better than advil or tylenol for me it is it well is it's much better on your body for sure yes it's made from plants uh, and then also go to StreamYard, and uh, that's the platform we're using right now to stream to you. And if you use the URLs as they're written, get StreamYardNow.com. It uh, ensures that we get credit uh, for you going there. But um, if you have any ideas that um, uh, on your mind where you want to broadcast to other people, tell them about one of your hobbies or a devotional or what have you, use StreamYard to do that because uh, it's a great platform. And it's really easy to use. Uh, our friend uh, Cindy and I will be probably talking tomorrow to go through some of the things that she can do awesome. using StreamYard because uh, she's signed up for it. Great. So that's awesome. All right. The next thing we got here is our devotional. We're going to be going through uh, Psalm 13. So make sure and look for that in your Bible and be prepared. Uh, but for now, we're going to be going to A.W. Tozier for the Christian leader. And we're in December, and uh, I've not read these before, but before each month, there's a little synopsis of what the month is going to entail. And so December is trials and pain. Yikes. That's a difficult, <laughs> we're gonna have a difficult month, apparently. Uh, I, the trials and pain for me are the buying of all of the uh, Christmas, Christmas gifts. That is, that decorating. is, that definitely, uh, decorating. Planning. Yeah, trials and pain. But uh, Tozier writes in this particular section, he says, the devil, things and people being what they are, it is necessary for God to use the hammer 
the file, and the furnace in his holy work of preparing a saint for true sainthood. It is doubtful whether God can bless a man greatly until he has hurt him deeply. <laughs> Yikes. I could not read, wait to read this. <laughs> Tozer reminds me a lot of my dad. Huh. Yeah, it, it was important to make sure that he trained me. And much of that included a little bit of discomfort. A little bit from, of discomfort. from time to time. But uh, I believe it served me well. So I, uh, I don't. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things that I, I try to look at on a positive side. So for December 1st, the, the, the title of this devotional is The Dark Night of the Soul. Psalm 13, 1 is the reference, and it says, How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? Some of you know something of that which has been called the dark side of the soul, or sorry, the dark night of the soul. Some of you have spiritual desire and deep longing for victory, but it seems to you that your, your efforts to go on with God have only brought you more bumps and more testings and more discouragement. You are tempted to ask, how long can this go on? Yes, there is a dark night of the soul. There are few Christians willing to go into this dark night, and that is why there are so few who enter into the light. It is impossible for men ever to know the morning because they will not endure the night. I pray for any who are suffering and struggling today. Bring your deep-seated peace and the assurance that the morning is coming. Thank you that your grace is sufficient, dear Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I... um. You know, now that I'm reading this... My my preparation very well could have been my years of walking around the Christian church prior to actually being born again. The two decades could have been the dark night. Could have been that that was a that was about three thirty years, three decades. Dark tunnel of a of a dark night. Wow. I, yeah, he he saw how thick my head was. And said, bro, this is going to take a little bit more work. Are you sure that it was that? Because I don't know. I, let's, mm. So let's talk about this. I think, yeah. I think he's, my understanding was he's referring to the trials God puts you through. Oh, so after you've been born again. I, right. No, As I opposed see. to the ones you put on yourself. But I've been baptized. Sprinkled as a baby in the Catholic church? No, no, no. Well, I was that too. Because oh. I was Catholic. But no, I, at the Mariner's Church. Uh, I was, I, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I was dunked. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, there, there was well, when my, you look back, do you feel that like God was challenging you or you were challenging you? Cause I think, I think you often can tell the difference. I know That's I do. A really good question. Because for me, I judge it all by my, um, holiness. Am I walking with God? Am I doing what I'm supposed to? And if you keep getting attacked, then it's not your lust and your desires that's creating it. It's trials and Satan. Hmm. All trouble emanates from three places, right? Either yep. ourselves, our flesh, Satan, or a trial from the Lord. So each one you can kind of look at and with discernment and prayer say, oh, okay, I see what this one is. 
Yeah. You know, it was a lot of little things. You know, I, I talk about it as if, as you know, there was a lot of like really horrible things going on. It was just, you know, a simple divorce here and there. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, uh, you know, I still enjoyed uh, starting businesses and we got, had made new uh, friends and hired a lot of people and employed hundreds of people. And so there was a lot of good stuff going on. There was just bad decisions that caused, you know, uh, some pretty significant problems, but it was nothing that, you know, it wasn't like what happened to the people in uh, Israel or anything like that. Sure. Um, but relative. now that you're mentioning that, that's why. So that it was all just a lot of little things. Um, but once I did become born again, although you and I met, you know, about, about, about that period of time, I was confronted with death more so than even as a, you know, as being decades as a police officer. I mean, I got shot at, but they missed. And I got another gun battle and that kind of stuff. But I, I had cancer and I was hospitalized and they told me I might not wake up the next morning. So that. Not from the cancer, from COVID. But yeah, two, two, different, two separate incidents. And then we had some pretty significant challenges, you know, in the beginning um, as to our relationship and, and that kind of stuff. And it was all kind of happening at the same time. Yes. So, yeah, those, those were pretty significant dark nights or dark periods of time. But I look at them more fondly than I do the 40 years but well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So don't you see those as like, hey, I, when you got COVID, yep. you were walking with God. You were definitely walking with God. Yes. So you saw it as God's will. Yes. You know, I remember that, you know, so it, that has its, its own piece, right? Mm -hmm. It's very different than what we feel um, when we do it to ourselves. There's so not what peace. What I'm thinking now is that what Tozer's saying is that if you are walking with God and you're going through something like that, that, that period of time where I was in a lot of pain, <laughs> I was, in, I was, you know, it was pretty hard. Uh, I was in a parking lot for how many hours? 10, you know, I don't know, a very long time, hours and hours, hours in a, in a hard fold up chair, not being able to breathe. And they did, they just left me in the parking lot. Kaiser permanent, they did. Right. And so, and then finally, they eventually put me into a, into a room where they said, you know, you might not make it through the night. Um, that what Toes you're saying is that if you're walking with God, that my experience is what you should have. Peace. If you're walking with God and you're not having peace, this devotional is telling you, no, listen, <laughs> the morning's coming it's going to be okay. So it's may or it may be more or less like when you're, when they're in those depths of despair and you're thinking that it's all over and uh, it's hurts and it's painful that you need to rest on God and uh, spend time with him during that period of time. And you'll get through it one way or another. Best example of which is David. Yes. Cause this is David's Psalm. Mm. This and that we're going to read. And it's just about, um, David's modus operandi. He gets upset. He thinks God is abandoning him. He doesn't feel God's presence and he cries. 
he cries out to God, where are you? And he ends with praise because he realizes God's never leaving him and will never abandon him. And in his lament, he finds his strength. Wow. And True. a lot of his Psalms are that way. I don't know. What do you guys think? What about you? What, what, um, what spoke to you on this devotional? Uh, the just, I've gone through a couple of dark nights of the soul <laughs> recently. And this is, I just always love these uh, Psalms of anguish of David. And they're just so um, uplifting, actually, to read when you're um, scared, depressed, because he always lifts you at the end and saying, oh, my God will never forsake me. I know my God will answer me. I know God is with me. And it's reminding each and every one of us in our darkest nights that he is there um, and he will see us through. And I, and that's why I, I emphasize the point of, um, of asking ourselves, am I doing this? Cause I really, really think it's important to ask ourselves that mm -hmm. because like, for example, the most prominent example I have in my mind is, which I've heard several times is friends that are strong Christians dating someone who's not a Christian and the relationship is a constant turmoil. And they're like, I don't understand why this is constantly turmoil. And I'm like, are you serious? You really don't understand why this is constant turmoil? <laughs> you know, like they're just, you're not, you, you want to be able to say to them, you're doing this to you. God's not doing this to you. You know, I, I wish you would see it as a sign or some other kind of behavior where their life is just chaos and they can't understand. And their life is chaos, not because they're living and pursuing holiness, but because they're not. And then they're wondering, why does all this bad stuff keep happening to me? Right. You know, and you're kind of like, um, I don't know, maybe you're out in bars too late. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You know, and that can go for a single or a married person. You know, it's just people not wanting, being blinded to what could be happening. So, so as long as you could say to yourself, I think the peace comes when you could say to yourself, Lord, I am present and I believe I'm doing what you've called me to do. And yet this storm is coming at me. So it's spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, uh, you know, the sins of the flesh of somebody that you love that you can't control, or it's uh, challenges from God. Right. Wow. Let's uh, read the scripture so we can hear what God has to say about this. A Psalm of David, Psalm 13. Oh, how long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me, answer, Lord, my God, give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. And my enemy will say, ha, we have overcome him. And my enemies will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. And so like when I read this, I read this. So when you say, how long must I wrestle with my own thoughts? It's like David saying, oh, don't leave me to myself. <laughs> you know, because I am my worst. I am my worst enemy. And then when you, how long will you allow my enemy to triumph over me? The enemy of our own mind is him. Is me. Yeah. yeah. It's him. It's like, yeah. why do you let these 
that disastrous thoughts constantly plague me. And then it's, you know, if you don't give light to my eyes, I will sleep in death, meaning I will just revel in this um, miserable place that I'm in. Mm. If you don't bring light to my eyes. And then the enemies that are trying to take me down, both internally and externally, will rejoice because I have succumbed to my illness. Mm. I have some succumbed to my crazy. But in the end, I trust in your unfailing love. His heart rejoices. I rejoice. I sing God's praise for he has been good to me all the days long. Amen. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, let's uh, let me get rid of the third there, the lower third. And just real quick, we're going to get through some of these devotionals. Lisa says. Uh, first, oh. Kelly was telling us where she was oh. from in Florida. Fleming Island, outside of Jacksonville. I got to check that out. Cool. Sounds I have like no idea where that place. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa saying hi to Kelly. She lived in South Florida for 20 years. So apparently it's South Florida. That's good mm. to know. Um, Kate's home, Canberra, Australia. And uh, Kelly's saying, Lisa, that's awesome. And Paul is saying, hey, great show with Pastor Jack. You're both an inspiration. Thanks yeah. for your broadcast and sharing the word. Thank you, Paul. That's very kind of you. We had such a great time. Jack had such an amazing prayer for uh, for Paul and his nephew. Yeah. Yesterday was, that was fantastic. He just stopped everything. Just pro divine providence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was so awesome. <laughs> As opposed oh. to the response from our friend right the other day. What? When we went to go see uh, Dr. Gorka and the lady was like, my son, my cousin's been kidnapped. Where is he? Oh. And he's like, I don't know who your cousin is. No. There was no empathy whatsoever. Uh. Oh, my God. It's just the, the uh, I don't know, just the. The discernments that some people have. And it's also just the, the personality. Pastor Jack is like, wait, 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 let's stop everything and pray for this person. It's just so beautiful. It's such a yeah. beautiful human. Yeah. But they're both your friends, Pastor Jack and Dr. Gorka. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're going to be interviewed by him tomorrow uh, on a show. Dr. Gorka next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. You, you think you might bring that up and say, hey, do you remember that person no. that uh, said that their cousin was kidnapped? No. And you shut him and you shut her down. Like, how am I supposed to know what's going on with her? No. Oh. Okay, Lisa says. This sermon becomes more and more valuable to me every day. When sorrow swarms over me, I too cry out to Jesus. Mm. Amen. Oh, that's good. Cindy says, I've been in each of those situations. Trials are self-inflicted. I love when God brings light and I get an aha moment in God's goodness. Right. Amen. Yes, indeed. so true. Yeah. Um, so just speaking, uh, do we have more to say on the devotional? Aha. Uh -huh. uh -huh. The Lord of my soul. <laughs> um, so in our uh, time spent uh, that we spent with uh, Pastor Jack yesterday, um, the one thing that we both agreed on that because what we do, we do this after church. We, we, one of the first things we do when we get back in the car and we'll ask, you know, what was your favorite part? Or if we go to a movie together, what was your favorite part? And so, of course, today we were, some of you saw the picture. We were sitting on a park bench in uh, Yorba Linda at a little place that is a very nice place to sit. And I said, so what was your favorite part about uh, yesterday's 
show with Pastor Jack. And both of us agree that it was just spending time with a really good friend that was who's authentic. And you know when you're talking to him that that he's just being real. Uh, and that uh, we we truly respect him and, and love him um, as a mentor and as our pastor and Absolutely. spiritual leader. And uh, it, that there was nothing more than that. I mean, it was, um, I don't even remember. <laughs> I got to watch it again. I don't remember all the, you know, specifically the answers to his questions that we had for him. Oh, uh, I remember I'm, the answers. Oh, I, I, I just, it was just spending time with him, just, you know. Yeah, my favorite part was him. Um, when I mentioned that I basically got everything from you, I became a mature Christian from Pastor Jack, and I found my husband at his church, and he's like, uh, you're welcome, and just well, <laughs> just him so praying over us, yeah. and just just the prayer that he did, and and just knowing how um, amazing it is that he knows us personally, and with all of these things on his plate, uh, took the time out to spend time with us it was really awesome. And we don't want to give the impression that you know that we're special. I mean, he he knows thousands of people, right? And uh, I saw him. Two Sundays ago, I think it was, I was in line to get in for the second service. And I, I told the story before, but there was a man who's, whose wife had just passed away like two days earlier. Uh, and he ran off of the stage, which is on the other side of the campus, and then runs through and comes out and just finds this man and just hugs him so hard. And they begin to cry together. Um, so... It's just that's who he is. It's it's again. I don't want to make it sound like well, he's just really good friends with us. No, I mean he's just like that. He's just like that. He's he's him, as my son would say. When he scores a goal, he says, "I'm him." <laughs> it means I'm him. I'm the man. Oh, but Pastor Jack is him. Ah, he's the man. He's uh, just a really good dude. Uh, Kate says. My favorite part was being challenged about the origin of Muslims, and it led me to search for the oh. truth. And now I'm clear my mind, backed by the word. Oh, fantastic! That was a good part. See that? That's so, what. That's what. That was a burning question for me <laughs> for months. So I'm really glad that helped for you too, Kate. Yeah. Kelly says he's very humble. Yes. Yeah. It's just he's. Uh, you know, he'll say you know that one minute he'll be talking about how he was in the White House praying with you know, President Trump <laughs> to spending time with uh, at Costco and people yelling. Yeah. Merry <laughs> they don't talk about at Costco. <laughs> people say Merry Christmas. And it's like, it's just, that's just his life. Uh, just so funny. Um, but it is also funny that I, you know, I've been using StreamYard now since the beginning, since it's, since it's birth. And before that, there was another program called Be Live that I used probably for two years before that. And I can go on for like 15 years. And then he comes on. And the first thing I do is I click the wrong button. <laughs> I go, why? Why when Pastor Jack's on, do I click the wrong button? Yeah. I did it more than once, like two or three times. It's so crazy. And uh, only that, you know, I can do this a hundred times. Right. Um, Lisa says. Pastor Jack was so correct in saying that he can only be who God made him to be. Mm. It kind of makes me think of how Jesus hung out with all the sinners and spoke to them about our heavenly father. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's just becoming more and more like Jesus every day. You know, he definitely embodies that spirit. Kate said, Kate says, I loved how he said hello to me. It touched <laughs> me with real time connection. It was special. Thank you for introducing me. Oh, we love that, Kate. Yeah. And I'm again, I'm sorry to all those I didn't get to. I really am. It's just it's it was it's hard. We have limited time. Um, and uh, once I start those things, I always know I go, oh, I should have started that because somebody's going to feel left out. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad we were able to get to a few of you. Um, and that's what's great about doing those live, doing it live and being able to spend the time with the people that are watching all over the world. It's really cool. Jan says, I enjoyed the podcast and went by so fast. Yes. Aww, thank you, Jan. It was an hour. How are you feeling, Jan? How are your eyes? Yeah. Jan's having um, pain in her eyes. So we'll pray mm. for her too. Yep. Put that on the list. Yes. Any other prayer requests, please let us know. All right. Lisa says, I'll never forget when he prayed for me and my three adult children who aren't saved after service one day outside. Uh, so beautiful. Yep. Hello, Carrie. We're, Hi, Carrie. We've already gone through the devotional. Just yes. to catch you up. And now we're talking about our time with Pastor Jack uh, yes. yesterday. So, Do you have any particular thing that you loved about it? What yeah. your favorite part was? And Lisa says hi to Carrie, just so you can see that, just in case Carrie didn't see it. Just, just in case. Um, I got to tell you, one of the things that I think, if we kind of go back to the devotional, that I even spoke about with Zara today, um, and it was more of a of a um, of a of a keeping things in perspective as to when God speaks to us. <laughs> is that, you know, the difficulties we may have had in the beginning, which wasn't, again, I, I don't, I, I say it, but it sounds like it was something horrible. It, you know, it's just the ups and downs of a relationship, a, a blended family, uh, and then the kids making certain decisions and things like that that cause a little bit of turmoil, is that the, that God will throw us these little crumbs to let us know that he's with us. Yes. That here you go. This is this little thing I'm going to give you right now is for, you know, the three months that you had to go through these things. And I remind what I, you that he's there. Yes. I just want to remind you that I'm here and I want you to go through some of these things without me, but with me through the Holy Spirit, right. you know, without me be necessarily being present all the time that I want you to, to swim. I want you to fly. Yes. Knowing that I will greet you on the other side. And um, so Zara had prayed for something the other day. And then you said 30 seconds later, the prayer was answered. Yes. And, and that was one of those things I said, it wasn't necessarily that he granted that thing. It was the thing was given to show that his, he was present. Right. And he's there today. Um, and yesterday, it is seeing, again, Zara, you know, perform. She was at a competition tonight, uh, just before we went live. And um, we were so confused and trying to figure out what is it that we do with her in relationship to athletics, because we know that's important to her. And then the performance that they had, the second one in particular, brought me to tears. <laughs> because it was... Like, oh, I'm going to get emotional again. Aww, <laughs> it's so because it's, it's not just, like, you know, I, I love winning. I'm a big competitive. I am competitive. I love to win. 
<laughs> I even tell my kids that when you, once you turn eight, you, I stop letting you win because I hate losing even on purpose. So, and so just that she's with a group of girls and they're performing and, and that effort and that time. And, the and we decision. know. Yeah. That's what dears and and the it. driving, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that we have to do the money that's spent on these things and seeing what I loved was the smile and the, the happiness, the dance, the, the, the crazy dance of happiness of, of accomplishment uh, is just, is that little crumb that God gives us Amen. that you guys made a good decision, right decision. You're on the right path. Don't worry. And that was debatable for a while. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. It was debatable. We were going to pull her out. And I think that's important. And I hope this message is getting across to you is that you too have to do that. You have to look at, at moments of time. They're, they're very, they're very fast. Right. And, and, and look at it and give God credit Praise. and give thanks yeah. to God for that moment, because it never would have been achieved if not going through the difficult times and decision-making. Right? Is this what God wants praying um, following the Holy Spirit, listening to his, his soft voice, um, overcoming those times where your emotions can get the best of you, your anger can get the best of you. And then in the end, this little crumb will come across like, here you go. You did, you did good. Yeah. So, wow. Did I, did I go on too long? No, um, I just thought that was awesome. That, that's why I cried today. I'm such a baby. Oh, I mean, it hit me like, no, and I was like, Whoa, I, didn't, I, didn't I gotta get all that. I gotta hold it together. <laughs> I didn't get all that. Why am I getting emotional at a cheerleading event, a tumbling event? I yeah, should, was, I should have been the emotional one. And, you should have. And I wasn't, I'm I was just like, woohoo. <laughs> I didn't put all that together. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, Kevin, nice to see you from Michigan. Where's he from again? Uh, Michigan. Usually he writes uh, you know, 60 yeah. miles south of <laughs> Penton. <laughs> Penton. What does he say there? Uh, he missed Pastor Jack live, but he's um, going to watch it. And he loves us. We love you too, love Kevin. You too, Kevin. Thank you. We gotta, I got to look uh, uh, at, he sent a URL. You sent a URL, and I got to admit, I wasn't able to, to visit it because it um, was on one of our other pages that I've not been able to go to yet. Is he watching it on Facebook? Yeah. I don't know. I, I couldn't get to it, but I will. The Living Fearless, maybe, or the Resurrection Ministry? I don't know. Are you watching, um, Kevin, if you know. Which of our Facebook Which pages? one of our Facebook, because we're broadcasting on four different Facebook pages, um, or three. Um, oh, it could be mine. Uh, maybe that's why I didn't find it. I it's possible. I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see it. So I, wanna, I want to uh, catch his, uh, um, his music, his band. Uh, Carrie says. Um, Carrie's favorite part was the Ishmaelites and oh. my reaction to it. Yeah. <laughs> That's Kate's, Kate's favorite part too, Carrie. Ah. Lisa says prayer. Thanks for both my grandchildren who are doing so much better. Oh, oh that's wonderful. That's great. Um, I think she's also asking for prayer continue for them to continue. Is that right? It says prayer period. The prayer request continued. Uh, this this will throw them down for sure. continued. <laughs> Success and hope they feel even better than they Kevin's do. Kevin's watching on Living Fearless. Oh, yeah. I have to, I have to go back and visit that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. 
What else? Snugs. What else you got? Oh, uh oh, you had a breakthrough today. <laughs> Don't you dare! I swear, I will. I will kick you out of the bed tonight. <laughs> my husband sometimes thinks that he could talk about all my personal life on the air, and I will kill him if he does that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so for a few days you've not been feeling well and then today you start feeling better anyway <laughs> our other daughter has a major competition tomorrow her first one of the season so that's where we're gonna be yeah. and then we have home church this weekend oh yes yes oh hooked on jesus we missed his questions oh uh he loves us, but he's upset we didn't relay the questions. I know. You know. You should have seen how many questions. Yeah, we they were coming in I'm like. So I mean, it was. I was panicking. Because oh, I, it was so crazy. That's the first thing I said when I got off. I said, hey, we had so many questions. I, I, I feel so bad, but it was. We were already in an hour. And yeah, it was. It's it's hard. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, sorry. There were a couple of really good ones too. And I ju we just couldn't get to, I had even more questions. I, uh, I had three, I told uh, Hedia today that, you know, I told her a couple of the questions that I had. So Kate's responding Oops. to your comments, uh, your story, and it takes a long time to get there. Andy, because you feel you can feel strongly, it may be right, but in hindsight, they let you down a thorny path, but even in that, there's a lesson of hearing his voice. There's a lesson mm -hmm. in hearing. Yeah, I remember having this uh, discussion with you. I don't know if, how long ago it was. I think we may have been at our other studio that uh, I asked you. I go, how, how come I don't hear his voice? Like, <laughs> I, I was I was having a tough time. Like I I could feel his presence. I could see prompting or a you know. Like him grabbing my shoulders and turning me, no, that way. Yeah. But I don't hear his voice. And then you told me it, you have to take, be patient, but it's soft. I wanted, I'm used to being yelled at. Mm, yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> I had football coaches that yelled at me. I had, uh, you know, my, my dad or my mom, but uh, the Holy Spirit's not like that. And, uh, it, it, uh, yeah, it took a while to, to figure that out, but I, I do hear him now. That is fantastic. I think one of the first times I heard him was when I ignored him and he right. told me to stop and talk to that lady yeah. at the at church. Like, Hey, 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 <laughs> stop. Aww. And I didn't stop. <sighs> so Lisa says, so happy for Zara and you guys receiving the joy. Thank yeah. you so much, Lisa. It really was a culmination of a long and windy road mm. we're truly grateful done jesus forgives us oh thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay. too much information andy <laughs> oh sometimes i, I just know, said you had a breakthrough mine either but i understood mm. i think she means the questions getting answered Oh, we didn't yeah. get to answer, ask the first Peter four. You know, I actually really wanted to ask the first Peter four question, but I didn't have the scripture in front of me. So I didn't want, I don't like when people do that to him, though he doesn't mind when we take questions to the floor to throw out a scripture and not cite it for him. Mm -hmm. Remember, as in first Peter four, 
And he'd be like, uh, like, I know a lot of the Bible, but I don't memorize that verse. <laughs> so I didn't have the scripture available to be able to ask him. Mm. So. Oops, Andy did it again. Oops. Oops, he did it again. <laughs> and Lisa just wants a prayer. Oh, uh, to give thanks. I felt Praise report. I felt there was something there. Um, okay. Shall we pray? Yeah. I have a friend who needs prayer, and I can't think of who it is right now. Gosh darn it. Oh, let's also pray to breast Mar Marty's first service tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That, I think, look at you. So I have a friend who was a neighbor across the street that used to come over and use my pool for baptisms. They moved to Idaho, Marty and uh, Emily, and um, Yoast. And they took their church that they grew at Tuffrey uh, Middle School. He did pest control. And he did pest control uh, and did part-time pastoring at this junior high in our city. In our city. And, now, and then they just, God told them to move. This is crazy. And he, 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 Sold the house, packed their stuff. I mean, like it was 30 days they were out. He came over to my house. He says, Andy, I've not told anybody, but I want to let you know that um, we've been called to, to move. And we're going to listen to God. And I go, wild. what? <laughs> he had just got this job in the pest control at Orca. Yeah. And uh, and so that was about, what, three years ago? No. Two. two We've only two, been married three. Two years ago. So two years ago, they move. And they were doing the same thing over there in Idaho, Eagle, somewhere near Eagle. And uh, we're um, having services out of a school. And uh, tomorrow is their first service at a, at a building that is going to be their home. Yeah, a building, beautiful. not a school, a building. And they've spent the last couple of weeks and they're, they're probably still there right now preparing for tomorrow's message. So Marty and Emily, we're going to give them um, prayer. 99.1 is the name of their, their church. I'm not sure if they've changed it or not. I should actually know that, but it used to be 99.1. Um, really quick, Paul says. Just wanted to share with you, as you know, on October 20th, I had a quadruple bypass. Well, the night of the surgery, I flatlined, woke up to a lot of alarms and medical staff all around me. But what I remember the most as I look outside my hospital room, past the medical staff, there was a group of about five people praying in the hallway. The power of prayer. Wow. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's so true. When I was um, we were going through all the difficulty with my daughter, I told everybody I knew, I called every woman warrior and the men, whatever, whoever I could think of that I thought was a prayer warrior. And I was like, listen, I need you to pray. I need you to pray, please. Um, I, I brought it up in our home church, whatever it may be. And I just, and when I felt like we were turning a corner, I said that I knew it was the intercessors, that it was the people who just didn't let up. Um, and so we got to remember uh, to be those people, mm. you know, and we have to pay that forward. Remember to do that for other people. And that's why Andy's so good at remembering that we pray, that we pray for um, whoever is asking for prayer, because it is so unbelievably powerful. Yep. All right. Let's do it. Ready? Uh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for faith. Thank you for um, this life that we now have as the royal priesthood, that we we are the holy of holies, that we no longer uh, sacrifice goats and rams, um, that 
you gave your only begotten son once and for all for the payment of our sins, the expropriation of our sins, Lord. Um, and we ask that you draw our loved ones, um, people around us, family, friends who do not yet know you, Lord, that you draw them close. Every kneel, bow, and every tongue will confess, Lord. And um, we're just, we just want to see them in eternity. We just want um, them to be close to us, Lord. And uh, we know that that's your heart also. We want um, to pray for continued healing and um, to thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in and through us. Lisa, so grateful for all that you're doing for her grandkids and their good health. And um, Kate's asking for new knees, Lord, um, that you heal her, that you restore her. Um, new knees may mean literally new knees, <laughs> um, but you know best, Lord. We leave it in your hand. You are the great physician. Uh, and Lord and Paul, you've it's been such a long road that he's walked, Lord, um, with his health. And so we're counting on you to bring restoration, to bring wholeness, um, to take him through this valley and put him on a mountaintop. Lord, um, thank you for all the people that surround him with love and with prayer. Um, being surrounded by a community of believers is the greatest gift I've ever known. And I know Paul feels the same way in all of us. Um, we're so grateful for the community of believers around us. And Lord, we ask that you bless Marty and his new service in his new church, Lord, and you expand his territory and continue to bless him and his children and his family and the community that he is shepherding, Lord. What a miraculous thing that you have done in his life. And we're so ungrateful to witness it, Lord. And um, we got a call recently from a friend of Andy's. Um, I want to pray for her too. And uh, she's going through some very difficult legal battles and uh, family troubles, Lord. And we ask that you make a way um, and you make her crooked path straight. Um, we love you, Lord, for all that you're doing in and through us and for all the um, prayers that I did not mention, Lord, but you know our hearts and that you pray on our behalf. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I ask all things. Amen. Amen. Whew. Is that who you wanted to pray for? Yep. Our friend at the end? Yep. Okay. <laughs> she came to my mind at the end. Yes. All right, my friends. We love you guys. And, uh, and Take we, care. See you soon. We are so thankful for all of you. Yes. Uh, spending time with us today and, of course, yesterday. That was awesome. And every day. Yes. All right. God bless. Love you. Bye. Oops. Wow. <laughs>